Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to episode 166 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back and a little shorthanded today playing handicapped. Steve, mm-hmm. how are you? I normally say how you doing, but I'll say how you feeling in this time. I am you know? a little under the weather, Derek. Under the weather. I yeah. have the COVID. Ugh, um, bummer. Yeah. Second so stint? I, second, second stint. Yeah. Second COVID. Um, my first one was over a year ago, May of 2021. Mm-hmm. Right. So I avoided it for a long time. First one was no no symptoms at all, zero, yeah, literally, oh, just nice, like nice. I, yeah, I, just the I randomly got tested and was like, oh yeah. shoot. Um, right. This one, some symptoms. It's yeah. uh, like a bad head cold, stuffiness, right. uh, headache, like uh, puffy, like kind of con- mm. like confused up up top. So yeah. I'm playing injured today, Derek. Playing yeah, injured. Playing play injured, fighting this through is, the fog. This is my uh, um, Jordan flu game. It's, it's this exactly. Steve exactly. COVID podcast. That, that's <laughs> the, the, basically, you know, basically comparable. 1A and 1B when it comes yeah, to the all-time some, performances there. I'm going to have there. some great stats at the end of the podcast to, <laughs> um, to show my What day, what day are you followers. on in, in the stint? Um, I actually only got tested. I got tested last night because oh, okay. I um, wasn't feeling good, but I, I haven't... You know when you're like you're feeling run down, but not sick. Yes. You know, you're just yes. like feeling burnt yes. out or tired. I felt like that for a few days. Yeah. Not thinking it was COVID at all. And then yesterday yeah. I got, I was sick. So I tested. Right. So, yeah. So hopefully that, that actually, even though you've only one day official, hopefully you're much further into it than that. If you were kind of feeling that in the beginning. So, right. So if I, if I need to take a break, drink some water, stretch yeah. my, uh, <clears throat> my throat, then exactly. You'll let me do yep. it. Yep. Of course we will. We will do that. And uh, you're headed for an all time headed for the record books here. Yeah, with, this, right is it. With the Le- this is how legends so. are made. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, lots to get to today. Not uh, an overwhelming amount, but lots of sports going on. Basically, uh, the rare time when we have uh, one of the probably non-major sports uh, yeah. in, in America anyway, that is being talked about globally. So we'll get to that. We have a couple of questions from our audience few miscellaneous topics and the final drive. So before we get to all that, I believe that you have an opening topic that you'd like to go over here. I do. And it's not a question. It's just a, another fun fact for you, Derek. And I all may right. have asked you this. I may not have. So remind me. Um, but Derek, yes. did you know that there is no new water in the world? When you drink water, you are drinking the water that dinosaurs swam in, that walked, you know, like the world... Our planet is self-contained, and it's the ecosystem where the water evaporates, becomes clouds, rains, evaporates. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's cyclical. That is so crazy. All, so all the water that you like those use, those molecules. Yes, there's no new. Like they've water. always, ex- yeah, they've always yes. existed. Right. That's Isn't that crazy. weird. Yeah, there's no that's new weird. water. Yeah. It's not like every right. single water raindrop it has rained before. You yeah. know, I like the icebergs have melted, and it just, yeah, it blew my Two mind. Two hydrogens. Right Two hydrogens, one oxygen. That's right. That just like just cycling over and over again, getting used for different things. But there you go. I mean, right? that is yeah, that's really interesting. So I didn't know how to. Yeah. Wow. Put it into the podcast, similar to the ants question. I didn't know how to, to how to insert it. <laughs> that's that's why we have an opening. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just here's a thing that I thought was very. That's, interesting. It seems like we're we're trending back toward having an official opening drive. Like we have yeah. a final drive, right? So that's your opening drive. Right. Is uh you know that you know. 
sports metaphor with the final drive. And we used to, I think we used to literally have what we called an opening drive. Right. And so that's it. I mean, that's, if, if there was anything that was meant to be an opening drive, it is that fun. fact. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, here's a thing that um, <laughs> does not fit anywhere else in the podcast. <laughs> right. It, and it's our, it's our tendency breaker. You know, we, that, that's, that's where we break from. You heard it here second. It's a, you heard it here first. Like you right. probably didn't hear that anywhere else today. So right. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you did good for you. So, so yeah, there you go. so there's no new water. Is, so all water is, is just like the same water that's been on the earth yeah. forever. Right. And we're just reusing it. Yep. You know, that's, it's efficient by us. I would say that. So, yeah. uh, we're doing a good job managing that. <laughs> there's no space water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so there you go. Uh, there you no, go. Ha- hashtag no new water. <laughs> hashtag no new water. <laughs> no so, new friends, uh, no new water. <laughs> um, anything else on water before you want to uh, get started into sports? Nope. Nothing else on water. Thanks, though, Derek. <laughs> All righty. Let's do it. The Monster Jam. All right. So sports. Um, first time in a while. Uh, maybe the first time in like four years, I would say. Yeah, probably. That we're starting uh, the sports section with soccer, uh, mm-hmm. American soccer or uh, European football, whatever you want to call it globally. It's football, of course. Um, but the United States men's national team opened their World Cup uh, today. First World Cup game they have played in eight years, didn't qualify for the last World Cup. And they played Wales in the opener at uh, the middle of the workday today. So hopefully uh, probably a not very productive American workday, I think, in the afternoon. A lot mm-hmm. of people tuning into that game. And after 90 uh, I think a hundred minutes of uh, hard fought action, or, so, yeah. or you know something along that, or hundred seven maybe with the first half stoppage time. Whatever the case, uh, the U.S. and Wales play to a one to one tie, mm-hmm. a draw. So that places both of them right in the middle of the group with England having beaten Iran in the first game that they played. Uh, so Wales and the U.S. are smack in the middle right now, tied uh, for second and third place in the group with one point. Uh, what'd you think of the world cup opener, the first U S world cup game for the men in eight years? Um, I will, I've got a lot of feelings about this and they're not (laughs) very well developed because I'm not a huge soccer fan. However, I do love the world cup. I love the women's Mm -hmm. world cup because we're very good. It's fun to watch uh, root for a good American team. I love the men's world cup because it's fun to root for an American team. Um, we just, I, I'm, as you know, from my Boston College fandom, I'm a pretty pessimistic or realistic fan of all my right. teams. I, I'm not, I do not buy the hype. I, I watch my team play and I think they're bad until the moment they win. Right. Um, that's just kind of how I've always viewed my, and it's a bad way to live. Be Unless optimistic. Unless Tom Brady's involved. Exactly. If Tom Brady's involved, <laughs> he could do whatever he wants. We're going to win every game. Could Exception to the rule. <laughs> yes. But I've been a Bucks fan, Magic fan, Rays fan for too long right. to buy into any hype. So right. um, that's kind of how I feel about it, uh, U.S. Uh, soccer. Right. That being said, I'll watch every game. I, I love yeah. um, rooting for the men's team. I love, um, I, I, I like the World Cup atmosphere. I do. Yeah. I just don't know much about any of the teams. Right. That being said, I don't want to expose myself, but... <laughs> Soccer is tough to watch, and I, I, it's a, it's such an American take, yeah. But it's just, we won one tie with Wales, a few scoring opportunities, a few good chants from the crowd, but I was not enthralled, and it's just hard for me to get involved 
and I, I need you to yeah. tell me what I'm missing. So, well, I, so, all right, I, I will also be upfront and I'm in a similar boat to you in that, like, I do not want to paint myself as like the American sports hater of soccer, right? Like, right. I mean, like, I'm not a soccer's hater. A, soccer's a different sport and there's a lot to like about it and a lot of people love it. And there, you know, I, I can just admit that it's just not my favorite sport. It's not that I, I think that there needs to be much more room in sports discussions for people to just like acknowledge that's not my favorite but yeah. you're not wrong for the, for the fact that it's your favorite, right? Like, right. like, like I don't get mad at people who like, don't like hockey, right? Like, like some people just don't like sports because it's not their personal preference. Right. So I think watching soccer, um, you mentioned not being enthralled. What I think is the most frustrating for a lot of American Americanized sports fans, I will say not just like American sports fans, but sports fans that are, that are accustomed to the, mainstream American sports, which by the way, have been tailored over the last decade for offense, right? Like, right, yes. like, like every sport that we follow, like football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, all four of them in, in, in American major sports have been tailored by the rules for more offense over the last several decades. That's like, a good point. That's the way it is. And American sports love scoring and they love points and they love fantasy sports. And it's just, yeah, right. that's the way that we've been trained, right? Like, I just watched my favorite football team play a 3-3 game this weekend and everyone hated it, you know, <laughs> yeah. because there's no fantasy points, there's no yards, there's no touchdowns, right? Like, it's the way that, it's the way that American sports are. So, to watch soccer, right? You mentioned not being enthralled. I was enthralled for the last like 10 or 15 minutes of the game. Like, like that was actually very intense. But the problem was that every two seconds, a guy goes down, grabbing oh, his leg or like that, stops the, you know, and, and it's just, that's that the kills moment that like, me, man. you could have, you could have the neutral fan. You could, you could reel them in with the intensity of the end of this one-to-one, you know, 112 minute game, right? Like, yeah. like all of it comes down to it. And then at the end, these teams are desperately trying to score. And it's actually really exciting at the end of the game. And it gets kind of ruined by these stoppages that like you just watch the clock dwindle away. And it's like, you know, and it, and you're accustomed in other sports to being like the clock wouldn't keep running. Right. You know, like, like like you can't just waste the game away by being injured. Right. And so like yeah. I know that people will disagree with me on the clock thing because like it's it's a stoppage. It's time a traditional whatever, part of yeah. soccer. But like that's a big one for me. It's like after all that, like you can say the game's boring all you want. But at the end, there's a lot on the line and it's actually pretty intense. And that just bugs me when when the game can end that way yeah. with like most of the last 10 minutes kind of being like waiting for the game to end because there's so many stoppages and middling kind of action in the middle of the field. Right. It's I don't know. Yeah. And I know. So it's, I know it's, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think. Yeah. And to jump off that point, I know it's also a very American thing to say, but watching these men roll around writhing in pain like mm -hmm. ah like ah like throwing their bodies rolling grabbing their knee and then getting a call and standing yeah. up and playing again makes me super mad like viscerally angry i had like <laughs> like it made me heated like i got yeah. hot watching i was like what are these people doing it's so embarrassing it's embarrassing yeah. to yourself it's embarrassing to the sport it's embarrassing to your country you're playing for your country and i get it you do it because you get rewarded for it. Yeah. Almost every time someone rolled around on the ground, they got rewarded for it. They either got the point, <laughs> they got, they either got the, the ball, they got a yellow card. They like, yeah. So it is, so I don't blame these players per se, but there should be some sort of rule change or at least like 
talked, I don't know, you talked to the refs or kind of like de facto changed the rules by not yeah. penalizing this kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know how you fix that. But I used to say like, oh, look, I don't like the flopping. But now I, I watched a game for the first time in a long time. I was like, wow, I hate the flopping. Yeah. I really do. And and, it just, yeah. and it's not, uh, sorry to keep going, but no, no, basketball has flopping too. But in basketball, you flop and you, to, and you get a call. In soccer, you pretend to be injured. Like you, you physically like roll around on the ground. You grab your ankle. You like, <laughs> yeah. you like, you plead yeah. with the. Re- it's just, I don't like flopping at all. But the 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 fake, I'm in dying pain, yeah. really bothers me. Really yeah. does. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the basically the exact same thing about the distinction between this and basketball, right? Because basketball flopping is also a bad problem. And I think we both hate that as well. And I think that basketball in a lot of ways has become flopping has become an art in basketball, like an actual, like it is an actual defensive tactic to be a good flopper in the NBA. Like, 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 and and, you know, that, that, that is to like be able to take a charge when maybe you didn't actually get hit that hard, but like you can fall down in a way that looks like you got steamrolled or like to, you know, as you're going to the basket to like, throw your head back at the right time to make it look like you got hit in the face, right? That's fine. But what generally doesn't happen is like that you do that and then you kind of like lay there and like pretend like you just broke your back. And, and like, then trainers you know, come out and, and check the you trainers out. come out and check you. And, and you like stay the, in the game. It's yeah, wild. Right? And, and there was one or two times today where, yes, the player actually did go off. And in soccer, when you have to go off the field when you're injured, like unless they sub you out, like you're just playing a man down. So like, a couple of times, a guy was actually banged up a little bit and went off the field. Right. Like, there was one play where Wales, I think, took a player off the field to recover, and like they played a man short on a corner kick. Like, okay, fine. Like he was probably actually in pain that time. But like, there's just so many others where it's like, the, the, like they roll around for a bit and then they get up and they look for the ref and they put their hands up, being like, "Why aren't yeah. you stopping the game?" Like, yeah, like come Americans like, too. It, Americans did it too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and it's just you know. And then it becomes this back and forth where it's like, well, you stopped the game when he got injured. So why don't you stop the game when I'm injured now? And all that is to say, like, I I don't know if this is a a wrong claim by me, but this is where I come back to the clock situation. And like, again, I I fully understand the people that really don't think that that should be changed because I get it. It's a slippery slope, right? Like you start stopping the clock at everything. And it's like now you become like American football, which takes three and a half hours to play a 60 minute game. right? Right. I understand that. But I think there's got to be a line somewhere like for injuries. I think stop the clock like I I just feel like that will reduce some of the incentive of a guy laying around there. Like, I mean, like at the end of a game, there's only so much you can do when a guy is injured and you're in stoppage time already. It's like the game's going to end in five minutes, like whether or not this guy gets up like, you know, and like I know they say that they actually add more time and stoppage time for that, like effective match time or whatever. But it's like how how. How much is that really um, equalizing things when now the clock has like stopped running for all intents and purposes, right? You don't even yeah. know how much time is left, right? Right. I don't know. It's just like a very frustrating thing to watch as a totally. fan at the end of that game. Like in, in other sports, I just know it's like, all right, like there's 25 seconds left. Let's see if we can do something. And and in soccer, like this game today, you just watch the nine minutes of stoppage time just dwindle away. A lot of it being with guys rolling around on the ground. It's just like really frustrating. Yeah. But. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, and it's we'll we'll, th- we'll move on after this, but it's like baseball has the same problem of like these like it's the game like don't bring robots into the game like don't don't yeah 
um, do a robotic strike zone because like the error is part of the game. Like, why would you want error <laughs> in your game? Yeah. Like, why would you right. want? And I get it. It's tradition. It makes it interesting. But I don't. Yeah. Would you want the best product? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I agree. I, just fix it. Just make it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And well, it's, it'll never and, you know, change because it's, yeah. it's soccer and it shouldn't change because it's soccer, but right. yeah, I'm they still allowed to think it's yeah. annoying. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, uh, they shouldn't change the sport. It's just like they need to find solutions for these problems that exist in the sport. And I think the last thing we'll, we'll say here, which is sort of a maybe a, an even more Americanized thing, to, but like, you know, so what are your thoughts on the fact that like, you know, World Cup, biggest stage first world cup game in eight years for the u.s you get three games in the group stage what is your stance on there being ties in this round stupid <laughs> dumb the i mean like first of all it's also very americanized so this whole this whole thing is just making us look like big dumb americans to everyone else yeah. but it is what it is like if if at the grandest stage the biggest games that you can possibly play in your sport with the best players and you get three games to make it to this like tournament to this bracket almost. Yeah. You can tie all three games. You could just tie, you know, there, yeah. there's no like, and the tiebreaker is like, I think if you score more, you know, whatever, gold or, or something, gold yeah. like at the biggest stage, you can't well, win a game. Yeah. Like you can't, the rules don't allow you to win at a certain yeah. point. Like, and I get, you don't want penalty kicks to decide it, but yeah, figure something else I out. I, I, well, at the, at a very at the very least, I think that it warrants playing extra time. Yeah, like you know, like like just it's a world. I, I, that's always bugged me. I, I I'm fine if you don't go all the way to penalty kicks. Maybe if you go through 30 minutes of extra time and it's still tied, like maybe fine. I don't know. But what this creates now for the U.S. and for Wales is that you know, with the presumptive, uh, with the presumption that England is going to win this group, um, it creates a situation where now the U.S. and Wales. It really is going to depend on their goal differential, right? right. Like, like it's if, like if you now go, they're just going to who can pound Iran more. Yeah, you know? that's a, that's <laughs> totally yeah, that's precisely yeah. it. Like right. if they both lose to England, like by one or two goals, this is going to come down to who can like put a bigger beat down on Iran. Like right. that's and that, I mean U.S. does dumb. typically have the advantage there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, Although actually, maybe it, it's <laughs> it, it it just feels a little bit dumb. Like so, it's so dumb. I, I agree. I think that you know it's it's unfortunate, but again, that's like. The nature of the sport, and I think it comes with good and bad and pros and cons. Like you can have really intense, exciting games that are one to nothing or two to two to one, but you know, so not not what we got today exactly. It was wow, uh, well, exciting at the end, but let's yeah. go put up a ten spot on Iran then. Like, yeah, that's what it's time like. to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I think the good thing is the U.S. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you're gonna have a more coherent <laughs> statement. I'll, I'll follow yours. You go first. I was just gonna say the good thing for the U.S. is that they 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 end with their game against Iran. They play. England next. Gotcha. So they will actually know like how bad of a beatdown Wales gave them so that they might know what the gold and and they'll know how they themselves did against England. So they'll have a better idea of like how many goals do we have to score in this game, right, to be able to advance. Hear so, me out. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Uh overtime. 90 minutes goes by, stoppage time goes by, extra yep. stoppage time goes by, still tied one to one. Yep. Field gets cut in half, take away half the players. Move the goal, move one goal to the center, like, you know, like literally make it a half field. Yep. Take away half the players. Perfect. Play, play 10 minutes. Someone's going to score. Finesse soccer. It's still soccer. You just can't launch the ball back. You know, someone's going to score. How hard is that? Does it change the game that much? (laughs) Uh, 
most I guess real real soccer fans would probably say yes, and I think it probably yeah. might. It's true. It's kind of it's kind of like three on three hockey, right? It's like it's does it you know it's still hockey. I, I, would I want a playoff it's game decided great. by it? No, but it's no, awesome in the regular. But it's know, so awesome. But it, it's it's fantastic, right? So you know, I I I'll, I do think that this we could go on and on. The size of the field is another culprit in soccer that yeah. hurts the American the American neutral fan viewing. It's like the field is so big that these guys just like send it to an open area whenever it's a little dicey, right? Like you just yeah. don't see as much one-on-one. I would love to watch these guys play in tighter space, like yeah. one-on-one skill moves, like the way, like these guys are so talented, but with the size of the field, it feels like that gets diminished a little bit when you watch the game because there's so little like noticeable one-on-one moves, you know, because they, just, they don't, it's not smart soccer to get into too much of that. Right. Yeah. But, um, so anyway, uh, there's the World Cup. Anything else you want to talk about there? We'll have uh, no. um, more to come on that as we go. But no, I'm excited. Don't don't let this uh, don't get it twisted. I'm very excited. Rooting for yeah. the U.S. This is a fun time to to be a sports fan. Is is World the World Cup? Um, and I'm in, I'm gonna watch everyone root for the U.S. We're just we're picky, right? So there you go. We're uh, tough, tough, uh, critics, but, uh, it's, it's tough love. It's tough love. So, um, so as we go uh, forward here, let's move into football a little bit. Um, not much of a structure here to this segment, but just sort of, uh, kind of check in on how the season's going. Both of our teams have had some roller coasters here. We can kind of focus the conversation on that. Uh, and then just overall, you know, surprises. I know we talked about some of the the big surprises in the league, like the Eagles, and they've kind of come back down to earth in some ways, although they're still winning. Um, kind of, you know, just w- what's catching your eye at this stage in the season with now, I think we're through week 11. So most teams are starting to hit the home stretch here of like either yeah. really, really must win games to make the playoffs or kind of fine tuning the teams that are kind of comfortably in first place. What, 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 what do you see in this NFL season? My hottest NFL storyline right now, Tom Brady, 2-0 and since divorce. Two That's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. So and five and five. Yeah. Um, we were very middling the year we won the Super Bowl, and then we turned mm-hmm. it on after the bye week. This is last week was our bye week. Yeah. So I'm just saying, keep an eye on the Bucks. It's very similar to their their Super Bowl run, and Tom Brady mm-hmm. is two and oh since the divorce. And it's he's out yeah. with some other guy. So he's like yeah, he's got right. some he's fuel. He's revenge, got some fire. Revenge, revenge, revenge tour. Tom. <laughs> um the, the uh not this is not only typical of you know the the Bucks last Super Bowl run and um you know this is typical of Brady's whole career, really. <laughs> There's actually, you know, there there used to be a saying around here uh, before, you know, in, in the Brady era in New England. There used to be a saying they would always reference that was that football season doesn't start until Thanksgiving because it didn't here, right? Like, and and it doesn't for the Bucks. Like, you know, like the Bucks are five and five. It doesn't matter. Like, like if they make the playoffs, then it will not matter. Like, whether they went nine and eight or whether they went ten and seven or whether they went fourteen and three, like it doesn't matter. Um, Now, not that's not a fully true statement. Of course, it's better to have home home field advantage in the playoffs. Of course, it's nice to have a buy, but in the new NFL with the playoff structure, one team gets a bye in each conference. So, you know, sure you can gun for that bye week, but you are unlikely to get it. Like right. one team out of the whole conference gets it. It's different than in the past when it will used to be two teams. So making the playoffs is being healthy, playing your best football at that time is what matters. Um, so, and it helped. It certainly, 
it is fortunate for the Bucks that they the way that their division has shaken out this year. That the yeah. I think you're still in first place. Is that right or second I place? I think so. Yeah. yeah tied, either like, tied for first or first. Yeah. yeah so uh, at five and five, that is quite a luxury. So you definitely have to watch out. You know, for all the it looked like the Bucks might be on the verge of crumbling at three and five, and they were close to going three and six if they didn't if Brady didn't make the last second yep. thirty second drive against. Um, who was that against the Rams? Mm, I think that was against the Rams. Or, yeah. Yeah. So like if it weren't for that, you know, you're sitting there at three and six and it's like, maybe this is not the year. Right. But, um, to get, to get out of that unscathed and be five and five, I think you gotta start to worry again, especially without a real runaway team besides the Eagles in the NFC. But so, yeah. um, that's one, um, the Patriots are surprisingly six and four better than the Bucks. It doesn't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's not a team that feels like they're six and four, but uh, they're it's sort of like old school Patriots when it comes to the blueprint. Like this team's defense is outstanding. Mm-hmm. They've given up six points in the last two games. Defense um, is so fun when your when your defense is good. It's so fun. Yeah, it, it really so is. Fun. And uh, one surprising stat I saw, which kind of is unbelievable when you think about the longevity here, uh, the Jets this week in this in this ten to three win the Patriots had with the game winning punt return with five seconds left. Um, the Jets had 103 yards uh, as a team, which is the lowest yardage total that a Bill Belichick defense has ever given up. What? Like ever in 20 whatever years of being like when you think back, like the Patriot, like Tom, the Tom Brady Patriots, like beating up on the all the crappy teams they faced over the years in the AFC East. And that was the lowest uh, team yardage total against a Bill Belichick defense this week. So, Jeez. um, and, and you know the Jets are a horrible offense, but they they were six and four or six and three going into that game. You know, so um, impressive by the Patriots defense, but lots and lots of question marks for this this offense that is is taking baby steps uh, to improve. Like when I say baby steps, like they don't turn the ball over anymore. So that's like the bar to meet is like don't give the ball to the other team. Um, still not <laughs> scoring touchdowns. Still not even. Putting well, up points as shown, yeah. You're young. But, you got two young quarterbacks. You know, it's it's yeah. a and re- recovering yeah. from missing Brady. I think you're in yeah. perfect shape. And, and you know, and you also you you know, it's a it's a really challenging transition for the offensive scheme, like the staff. Like you lose a, a really a, essentially a 20 year tenured offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he, he had a short stint when he went to coach uh, the Rams for a couple of years there back in I forget what year that was, but. Um, you know, to move, you know, a second year quarterback in Mac Jones to a new offense in his second year. Like we've seen, pl- we've seen our share of teams at both the college and NFL level that quarterbacks have a very tough time with that. Like, like mm-hmm. a young quarterback who gets like four different OCs or like a, you know, college quarterback there, we had BC quarterbacks that would get a different offensive coordinator yeah, every, every year. year. It's like, you expect them to succeed like with that, you know, look at Jameis. So I think same thing with yeah, Jameis. Great, great. Yeah. Exactly. Just not being put in the best positions to succeed. Right. So all that said to be at six and four, I think you got to be happy as a Patriots fan that they're still in the, in the mix. Um, but such a role reversal as far as like this division and like the way it used to be for Brady all those years. And now, now the AFC East, uh, the only division in football that every team is two games over 500 or more, um, with the dolphins and bills at seven and three each and the Patriots and jets at six and four. Um, much different picture with this division now. And really, you know, not that I think the jets are, are real. Like as, as we've kind of seen, they're okay, uh, but they're not, they're okay. They're solid. They're they not the old anybody, jets, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you look at Miami and Buffalo, like those are real teams, like in, in at the top of the AFC East now. So 
different landscape, pretty challenging, but you got to be happy if you're the Patriots just being in it after the kind of the way things have gone with Max injury and kind of the, yeah. the rough road offensively. So Thanksgiving, so, yeah. you're right. This is the turning point. Thanksgiving's the yeah. turning point. So Thanksgiving is the turning point. And the Patriots have the Minnesota Vikings who just got eviscerated yesterday yeah. by the Dallas Cowboys. They're and frauds. They, yeah. I mean, they were eight and Both one. Both those teams they, are frauds. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I mean, you know, yeah, Dallas kept the ship moving without Dak, and they look very good now. But I would uh, not be jumping to say that they are Super Bowl contenders at this point. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta prove it against like some of those elite quarterbacks and teams to be able to to hang your hat on that. So, lots of stuff going on. Any anything else you want to touch on in NFL or that kind of? No, I say we move move it forward. NFL's mid season. It's fun. It's a good season. A lot of um, new yep. teams popping up. So I'm excited for the yep. second half. Yeah, there you go. Um, not much left. We're going to cover here. I think we'll just kind of breeze through real quick. The one thing I'll mention, yeah. um, with, uh, with, well, so, uh, one quick hitter on college football first, which is just a quick shout out. Um, since obviously our college football team has been horrendous this season, Terrible. um, we, we, Dumpster fire. in fact, we, we actually aren't going to talk about them because they actually didn't have a season. If you didn't know, actually they didn't play this year. So yeah, they took their, their next on. game, their next game is next year. I don't know if the, they just canceled the season. Yeah. Um, but in light of that, uh, sort of my adopted second college football team is Michigan because Cla- my girlfriend Catherine is, is a Michigan yeah. grad. So you got to do quick shout out here. Michigan, Ohio State, by far the matchup of the uh, week, at least, if not the year, with number two versus number three, basically to win the Big Ten or to get a ticket to the Big Ten title game. So uh, 12 o'clock on Saturday, that's a big one. Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, keep an eye on that playoff. How game. convenient so, for you that your second stumble favorite into an eleven and zero team. Be, Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, so there you go. There's a quick shout out for college football. Um, last topic, Steve. Did was I don't think was there any ba- was there a baseball playoff this year? They didn't have it. They I didn't canceled think so baseball okay, perfect. this year. I, yeah. No one won the World yeah. Series. That's what I thought. Yep. That's what I thought. So, I honestly, so um, I honestly, I'm just glad the Astros didn't win. Yeah, the Astros so. didn't win the World Series. <laughs> um, no, we're we're joking. The Astros won the World Series. Congrats to them. Everyone hates them. No one likes yep. them. But also the yep. Phillies were in the World Series too, and everyone hates the Phillies too. Yeah, that was kind of a no win so situation. It was just a bad, bad year for baseball. Yeah. Um, I don't really like a lot of MLB teams. Like when the Braves won, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I like yeah. the Braves, whatever. They're harmless. Yeah. But, I don't know, the Dodgers, yeah. the, the Giants, the Yankees. I mean, it was a tough, it was a tough landscape there. We looked at the terrible. playoff bracket, like when we podcasted at the beginning of the playoffs, we looked at that bracket and it was like, we liked Seattle and we yeah. liked San Diego. And that was like, right. that was it. If those teams don't win, I don't think I want anyone to win. Like, right. Like it, it was the Yankees and Dodgers that we were hoping didn't win. And then yeah. neither of them made it and we still hated it. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, both the team, our top two teams <laughs> that we hated didn't make it. We're like, I hate both these teams. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, so there you go. Congrats or whatever to the Astros. Congrats uh, or whatever. <laughs> um, so anything else on sports before no, we move it sir. on? sir. All righty. So that brings us into our fan-driven questions. So All right. So we got two questions today. Um, one is from Gary L. And one Gary is from L. Anonymous. So... Which one would you like to read or which one do you want to start with? I'll read the one from Mr. Gary. All right, here we um, go. Give, so Gary give asks, this. this is a good question, and I have no <laughs> idea how we're going to answer it. Yeah, I don't either. How many leaves are in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought the ants question was hard. Um, 
That was, yeah, but there's an it? answer so, to it. Oh, maybe right. Like, can I, How many? Well, let's both yeah, guess. We, and then we I'll could Google, Google it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's guess first. Um, so the ants thing was how many quadrillion was it? Like five or twenty-five ten. quadrillion, or there was two, ten quadrillion. I don't remember. There was yeah, two something two, something quadrillion. It's something two million ants per person. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. so two. I mean, how many? I mean, you walk down the street in fall, and there's like. Well, that's another like, good question. Are we talking? Not winter. Yeah. Like, well, I guess like spring. existing right now, like this, we're not talking about like on trees, right? Or are we talking about on the ground? You know, I think on uh, trees, I think on trees. So, yes. so ones that have fallen don't count. They can't. That's just too many okay. leaves. So then we, so then we're asking this in like in summer then like, like, so yes. like, cause we can't like, obviously it's way lower. On July 4th. Fall, so how many yeah, leaves are there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, geez, uh, in the there's, world, I mean, there's 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 millions and millions of trees. <laughs> there's, there's so many probably, trees. How many leaves are on a tree? Probably like that. Th- there's thousands at least. Honestly, the better question would be how many. Uh, what's the average leaves per tree? Leaves per tree. I, leaves per tree. Well, that's I, no, I don't even have a guess. Like a, I would guess there's like five thousand leaves on a tree. If I had to just like guess, I don't. I, don't, know. I think that's a lot. I, I'm going to say there's. I'm looking at a tree in my head right now. Uh, I'm going to say on the average tree, there's a thousand leaves. A no, thousand that's leaves. too many. That's too many leaves. <laughs> 800 leaves. <laughs> yeah. 800. Finally. There's 800 some leaves. really big trees. There's, there's some small trees too. So Right. There are small trees. You're right. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go a thousand for the average. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the under. And then like, there's got to be, there's got to be 500 million trees. Right. It's got. There's like I, I, I have gonna, no I'm, idea. I'm, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm. I'm gonna go with four billion leaves. That's that's my that's guess. So, I'm gonna go five hundred billion leaves. I have no idea. All right, perfect. I have no All idea. Right, so let's see how many leaves. How many? Are, how many are in the world? Just typing yeah, in the world um, makes me feel like I'm way short. Billion. How many leaves are there in the world? Reddit, Reddit slash they did the math. Uh, according to NPR, oh geez, according to NPR, there are 400 billion trees on Earth. Oh, she. So, so I was off. I almost had the 400 so billion trees. Yeah, I guess they, there's probably they a counted. For, uh, they they estimated they they counted well, the leaves think of the on rainforest. different. Think of the rainforest. Yeah, right. True. True. They counted different leaves on different. They counted four hundred leaves on a five foot maple tree, and so then they basically extrapolated this out, and they, it looks like they somehow came to the conclusion that they're about. Am I reading this right? The average, their average alder tree is a hundred feet tall, and so they estimate there are three point two million leaves per tree. That can't be right. What? That can't be right, right? That's way leaves too many tree. leaves You're on one Reddit, tree. dude. That's wrong. I know, I know, I know. It's, I don't know where else there. to find it. Yeah, but I guess if there's like some really gigantic trees. Anyway, we were both short, I think. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, we were both short. We'll, we'll Gary, say, there's, oh, a, there's a lot of leaves, Gary. So. How many trees? What? I'm looking at <laughs> just random websites. It depends on trees' age, but a mature, healthy tree can have 200,000 leaves Oh, during the wow. 60 years of life. Oh, oh. Oh, interesting. This is dumb. <laughs> a 
There's a yeah, so there's many a lot. leaves. There's a lot. Fifteen a lot quintillion. I just I just read. So we'll see, yeah. Let's say that's the answer. If leaves become sentient, that's the answer. Trees become sentient and want to kill us. They can. If the ants and the tree and the and the leaves trees, team yeah, up, it's going to be a challenge. The trees and the leaves all team up. <laughs> we have no chance. Um, all right. So there, there's question one. There you go, Gary. Hope that was satisfactory. Um, uh, anonymous submits question two. Uh, do you think you could dunk on the moon? So. I'm going to guess this, like we can say like a basketball hoop is planted on the moon. Like it's secure. You, you land on the moon with a basketball. Like, can you dunk? Are you asking me or do you want to answer it first? Uh, I'll answer. Well, do you have a preference? I'll, no, I'll answer first. You go first. I don't think so. Wow. Uh, actually, wait, no. So here, <laughs> okay, I'm going to te- get into a technicality here. <laughs> okay. Right? Classic. Are we enforcing NBA rules on this dunk? Um, because in, in the yourself. NBA, you would not be allowed to touch the rim with your offhand. You would you would need to dunk the basketball. Like you could not touch the rim to like position yourself to dunk the basketball. You can't like right? grab the rim first. Lift you can't grab the rim up. with your left hand and like dunk it with your right hand. You would need to. Could let me. I'm also going to add a qualifier. Could you dunk on the moon and survive? What the, what the so hell does that, that mean? And survive? Yes, I well, mean, well, so you dunk depend- so hard you die, <laughs> or you dunk that what, you're. What if, what if what if you what if you lost the grip and you floated into space? <laughs> like if you just floated no. away? No, that's not how the moon works. Do you know how gravity works? <laughs> well, it depends. You don't depends. just float off the moon. <laughs> it depends how just it depends how, how high you jumped. To no. the, to the, to the, okay, so I think I think that yes, I could dunk on the moon. But there would be some challenges involved. What do you think? You're in your own head about it. You, there's no way you dunk <laughs> on the moon. I can dunk on the moon for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. I definitely fair. can. And and it, this is assuming we're not in like those bulky spacesuits. Like we, we can. Oh. Okay. Okay. We yeah. Can, like, true. Hold it and maybe some sort of futuristic spacesuit right, or no okay. spacesuit. More we, allows yeah. more agility. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Yes. One hundred percent. I can. Right, right. I can windmill dunk. <laughs> yeah i mean i think in theory you should be able to right yes less but, gravity you can yeah. you can't dunk like i can't almost dunk right now but you have to assume you get a good bounce you know if you really like oh yeah yeah sent it yeah 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 i think so yeah Questions. all right there you go could yeah now i'm thinking <laughs> all the other stuff like could you like hit a three-pointer on the moon or is it does it like is it too oh, floaty or is it well if you practice enough i mean <laughs> if you could get it down if you could figure out like where you gotta you know i don't know maybe it's kind of how steph curry shoots the ball like he's shooting yeah, on the moon. Right. <laughs> could steph curry make a three on the moon 100 percent. he could make a yeah. three on any planet yeah that's true yeah, that's he true could make a three underwater yeah so there you go. Anonymous. Hope you're satisfied with that answer. Yeah. Um, so the answer is yes, Stephen can, <laughs> Derek, Derek, to be determined. <laughs> we'll let you know when I try. Um, so there we go. That does it for the questions. Thank you to Gary L. and Anonymous for submitting those two fantastic questions. Yeah. Um, good questions today. Good questions. So brings us into our next section, which has uh, kind of a motley crew of topics. We'll start with a few Netflix things. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I'm going to talk about two movies I watched recently on Netflix. Uh, the first one is The Good Nurse. Did you watch this one, Steve? Have you or have you heard? No, of it? I have not even heard of it. So this one, it sounds uh, like a show I wouldn't like. Yeah. So so there's like a show called like The Good Doctor, I think, and yes. so it's like it has nothing like that. It has nothing okay. like that. No, that's good because uh, so I also is, know I don't like that. I think. Th- 
this is yeah. <laughs> so this is not um it's not really what it sounds like it's actually a very dark based on a true story movie um oh, jessica chastain is the main character it's a movie yes on oh. netflix and it's based on a true story and it's a it's the real story of this um nurse who is thought to be like basically he's thought to be the um highest volume serial killer to ever live if you think of it in this way because there was this nurse that essentially was killing patients like but was never really caught and and like had you know had moved from hospital to hospital and was killing them and and, but was he killing them like oh accidentally like we made a mistake and they died or was it like yes murder basically that without no it wasn't like you know went in with a knife and like killed them like you know it was like it was it was malpractice that was never caught and like i don't want to just tell the whole all the ways like you know it's that's what the movie's about um it's very dark it's pretty disturbing and it's pretty much fully based on a true story so um my review of this is that it's definitely like an intriguing real story um not the greatest movie because of the fact that it sticks to the story right like like it mm. felt like it was missing like it doesn't have that like crazy twist or turn or like kind of exciting yeah. ending right it's like it's just the real story so it's like it's kind of like you, know, you sort of like know what's happening the whole movie you know what i mean like you yeah. kind of see it from the beginning um no like chase but, scene or wild like yeah. yeah and it's like two it's over two hours long and i'm like this has no business being this long so <laughs> yeah. um so it sounds like I have a negative review because I think that it could have been done better and sort of like lacks that like movie punch, I guess. But um, overall, it's an interesting story that like you know, could be worth it if you have nothing else to watch. Right. So, hmm. so there you go. Well, let me nurse. ask you There's this. My, yeah. Was this nurse any good? Uh, this co-worker study was. So why is it called um, the good nurse? If it should be called the bad. That's nurse. a, that's a good question. Um, or the evil. Well, nurse. the main character is a good nurse. So the, oh, so the main, so the main is character a good is nurse. a good nurse. There is a good nurse. Okay. And the main She's character. She's good nurse. Right. And I think it's kind of a double entendre because she refers to the, the bad guy. She like mentions that he's a really good nurse too, because like he had everybody fooled kind of, you know, like, like he, he thinks like everybody, the real life people were all fooled, but the viewer is not really fooled because you kind of know the premise of the movie, you know, like mm-hmm. going in, like you, like it's the first scene. It's like, they paint him as like a, the bad guy. Right. Hmm. But like the real life story, like nobody really suspected all the people he worked with didn't suspect that he would have been the bad guy. Right. So. So, yeah, it's a little confusing, but the main character is definitely a good nurse, like for sure. She's a good nurse. That's a bad name for a movie on multiple (laughs) levels. One, because it makes you think think like when you said I watched the good nurse, I'm like, it's Grey's Anatomy. Like, that's what I think you're watching. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Or also the good nurse makes me think it's not dark. It's about a good nurse. Very dark, right? Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. So. So, huh. so. So, producers, take take that feedback. You, it's a, yeah. it's a poor name. It's why, it's why so Steve it's, hasn't watched it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want, if you want um, me, name it the bad nurse. Maybe, maybe you'll get me that. Um. So there you go. The good nurse is there. Uh, the it second one, a, real quick. It is a quickly. Oh. It is a seventy-seven audience and a yeah. seventy-seven tomato. Wow, that's pretty consistent. Um, I will not give it a 77. I I can't go that high with it. I think, like I said, it's an interesting story and it tells the story well. I just maybe had more expectations. I guess I didn't fully know it was just going to be basically a retelling of the real story. So it's like, it's almost like a, it's almost like you're watching a documentary and it's not a documentary at all. Like that's style wise, but it's like, there's no like real artistic royalty being taken. You know, it's like, they're just telling the story that happened and it's like a sad, dark story. Right. So Um, so it's, you know, high scores for being, you know, well told, but I just, it's not that, it's not really exciting. Right. So, 
Um, so there you go. I'll give it like somewhere in the 60s. Just call it okay. a 65. That's all I'll say. Um, real quick, mo- oh, this will be a much quicker one on the second one. Uh, in the Heights. Have you heard of this one? Is that the one with on Netflix? Lynn, Lynn Miranda? Yes. Well, Miranda. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. It, oh, sorry. Am I wrong about that? It might not be. No, it's on Disney, I think. I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it on Netflix. Yeah, it's not, not Netflix. Um, anyway, uh, musical. It's like a New York City kind of like um, just a very urban vibe New York City musical. Uh, it's a lot like um, those other modern, like, you know, Hamilton or like the kind of musical style movie that's like not just like a, it's nothing like Broadway play, like when you're watching the movie version, but right. all the songs are like from the Broadway. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Very good. Very lighthearted. Kind of like, you know, some emotional like uh, gravity in it, but it's not like a deep weighing like, you know, musical. It's pretty, pretty lighthearted and fun with just its moments of, you know, um, emotional story elements. So. I thought it was good. I would recommend it if you're someone who likes watching those types of things. Uh, I'm not typically. I don't watch a lot of them, but this one was good, and the, the performances were good, and uh, a lot of lot of like uh, good musical actors in it as well. So, um, cool. I will give that one good grades and recommend it. So yeah. So if you're um, filthy rich like Derek and have Disney Plus, watch exactly. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to blow, burn, go get Disney Plus. If you're trying to yeah. burn money. <laughs> No, I have the I have the bundle like with the ESPN, ESPN and Hulu and stuff. Of course so. you do. Yeah. Um, okay. So. My Netflix show. I've only watched one episode of this, so this is okay. not a recommendation. It's not a uh, review. I'm just saying, 1899 on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a period piece drama, like creepy sci-fi aspect. Um, it's the same creators as Dark. Derek, have you seen Dark? On yes. Netflix? Yes. You have. Yes. Okay. Dark, dark is ve- dark yeah. is very good. Yeah. Um. I actually never finished Dark. I have a few episodes left. I just kind of got. Neither locked. did I. <laughs> yeah. I think my brain broke from it. But totally. Like, <laughs> it's a little too much. Like that's kind of how Dark <laughs> was. But it's it's yeah. It's spectacular and it's well yeah. it's well edited. It makes it's like the yep. music and the scene setting, good soundtrack, mm-hmm. good acting. But it's just a lot. Like you're you're yeah. Really yeah. really do not dumb it down. Which is no good of them. Yeah. Um. Right. The creators of Dark have created a new show called 1899 on Netflix and it seems very similar like okay. the first episode you're like okay it's a period piece they're on a ship and then there's some we- like the, at the end you're like okay we are in weird land again <laughs> you know we are we are going yeah. the same route that dark went right. not necessarily time travel but like something's weird yeah um, right. that's not that something's paranormal or something's like mm-hmm. whatever whatever you describe dark as how would, right. What would even you describe dark as? I have no mind clue, bending, honestly. maybe. Yeah, mind, mind bending. bending. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna love it. Some of the same characters are nice. in it. The same exact type of like et, like sound yep. editing where it's really really well set, really well um, mm-hmm. really well shot. Good makes you feel stuff when nothing's happening just because the music's mm-hmm. creepy and weird. Yeah, right, right. Um, movie movie quality, like yeah. Yes. So 1899 it, uh, on Netflix. What? Is it English or a different language? It's English. So actually, this is oh, weird. So dark. You're right. Dark is germ. Wait, dark's yep. weird. Dark's like a German show, but in Sweden. So they're like Swedish oh, right. people and Swedish names, Norwegian names, but in German. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I think. And this is a mix. This is like they're on a ship with immigrants. So mm-hmm. there's Italians. There's Germans. There's people speaking Spanish. There's there's like. I actually, it's an English show. It's in English, right? But a lot of it, is, yeah, about okay. half of it, is subtitles of people talking. Right. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a good question actually because it's 
I didn't really think of it as an English show or, but it's, or a German right. show. I, I guess, I guess I was asking basically if it was dubbed, like, like, cause dark, I watched dark with the dubbed English version. Oh, um, no, so. you can't do that. Yeah. We watched uh, yeah. Well, it was, yeah. I, I will say it was actually very good. Like dark, the dubbing in dark was very good to the point that it didn't actually bother me very much. Like as I watched, like I watched like whatever four seasons of it, it yeah. I actually enjoyed it, but some shows can't pull that off. Some shows, the dubbing is not good and yeah. it's distracting. Right. I just um, can't do any but, dub. It's just yeah. like the, the mismatch the mismatch is yeah. too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it's, it's unless I'm watching it dubbed and I don't know, unless it's that good, you know, um, <laughs> true. No, but there yeah. are, there is, it's mainly in English. And right, then okay. there's, and I think with English nice. speakers and then there's some other languages. I think I'm going to have to give that a try. It sounds cool. like that would be up yeah. my alley if I, if you know, I like that type of stuff. So yeah, sweet. Um, so there you go. There is 1899. I will be checking that one out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one more topic before we get to, uh, an old reliable segment, oh, yeah. uh, the FTX crash, which I think you can speak more, uh, more to, but Do you we're going to get to about the, this. so I just know what FTX is and I know that. I know that crypto in general has like kind of crashed recently. I don't know much more than that. And the bullet point you put here, I, I didn't, I hadn't seen that before. So did you get swindled by Tom Brady? I did not. I don't, I did not use FTX okay. or then Tom Brady did not convince me to, despite so, his best efforts. So FTX <laughs> is, was the like celebrity brand. It was the one that all like Larry David, there was a Super Bowl commercial with Larry David, mm-hmm. all of the, the Tom Brady cryptos or FTX, like all of the, his little Twitter um, advertisements and whatnot yeah. are FTX. I'm not exactly sure what FTX is, but I will tell you this. Have you seen a picture of the CEO of FTX like this? No, no. I'm going <laughs> to... How do I show you this? Google him. His What's his name? Sam Bankman Freed. And tell me what you think his job is when you first look at him. Um, not the CEO of, of FTX. Um, he looks to me like he would play a character on Silicon Valley. Um, and he would be like, kind of like the, the, like the nerdy, like assistant to the, to the guy who's like building the, the world changing application yeah. or something. So this 30 year old Sam Bankman freed, he's got like a, Big puffy afro. Um, he wears a, a stretched out t-shirt to business meetings. Mm-hmm. Probably wearing um, Birkenstocks. I can't see any pictures of his feet, but I bet they're gross. <laughs> um, he is just this weird looking dude, and he swindled all of the billions, billions, yeah. it, it, literally. So the the number right now, reportedly, FTX owns three billion plus dollars to a bunch of people. 10, 10 creditors are owed over $100 million. That means 10 people like Tom Brady's or Giselle's have invested over $100 million for wow. FTX and lost it. Um, I haven't really dug into it, but this is the first of the domino effect of like, is crypto a scam? Is this, mm-hmm. is he the next Bernie, um, Bernie Madoff? Is, he, is right. this like, what is going on here? We're going to find a lot more because there's, bunch of suits there's a suit against tom brady mm-hmm. suit against larry david all the people who uh th- and those won't go anywhere you you can be in an advertisement yeah. for something right and not right and not fully endorse it as like you will yeah i think i think it just has to be clear that it's an advertisement right, right. which like those all clearly are right. <laughs> like, and I it's remember, investment like, yeah you know, there you, was some you, stuff wasn't there legally you'd probably be able to like there was stuff like remember fire festival 
there was yeah. like a lot of celebrities that got lawsuits about that because they like it wasn't advertising. They were like actually like putting their their they were endorsing like like what was going on like because right. it wasn't clear that it was ad. And then the whole thing about you need to put hashtag ad when you do like videos like that and stuff, right? Yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't looked into it, but my very limited knowledge in media law is and investment law securities is they're going to be totally fine. You you don't sue yeah. Tom Brady when you lose $10 gambling because he, because he was, because he's commercial. an MG, exactly. <laughs> Cause he did an MGM commercial, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, so I think they would be fine. But the, the fact of the matter is this was a huge, like I think it's going to be out of the news cycle within a week, but this was huge. Yeah. Um, billions and billions of dollars, a lot of big names implicated. This guy's mm-hmm. like in Brazil or China or wherever. Yeah. Um, and it just goes to show you like this FTX, which I think there was an FTX arena, you know, I think, yeah. Was it Miami? <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I, I, like, I think so. I'm not sure. Like um, all, all this stuff, FTX arena, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Miami, uh, heat, heat? is the FTX yeah. arena. Wow. So all of this <laughs> stuff that you think, Oh, it's, it's like, wow, it must be doing well. All these crypto people must be doing well. Tom yeah. Brady's investing. Like, yeah, they have an arena. It's all just a house of cards. So be yeah. careful. And I mean, yeah, like it's interesting. I'll need to look into it more. FTX, I, as I understand it, is a marketplace for like exchanging crypto. And so it's not yeah, like, it's like one Coinbase. and the same with crypto. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's like Coinbase. And so I am interested to see like how much this ripples to like, does this lead to the downfall of crypto or, or is there just, is this just one player like who wanted to be in crypto absolutely crumbling, right? And like, it's interesting. I, yeah in general crypto has really like you know taken a hit this year i think with all with the economic state and everything else um but this certainly doesn't help that with anyone who's hoping that that you know stays able to rebound so but yeah that's that's crazy i need to look more into that but yeah pretty, i mean pretty and, wild. And clearly we don't know what we're talking about because like there's a <laughs> not this, at all yeah yeah there's so much more to this but yeah i think we would be remiss not to mention it on yeah, the pod how for sure freaking for crazy sure. that is yeah and Tom Brady two and zero since the FTX crash. So so true. You know. Yeah, he's so, just I mean. <laughs> yeah. leaving wreckage in his wake. You know, <laughs> he is inevitable. Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing we have on the agenda is Steve, <gasps> one of your specialties, one of my and and yours recently, and mine and mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of but our specialties, an original, more so me, an original, yeah. a Steve original. Uh, that is. Is this everybody's favorite? No. Everybody's eh, second, some people's some people's favorite. <laughs> Cozy Book Corner. Okay. Cozy Book Corner. Uh this pod is Rules of Civility, Derek. Do you know have you okay. have you heard of this book or seen this book? No, I have not. Okay. I've seen, I've seen the author, but not the book. Yes. It's by Amor Towels, um, the writer of one of my favorite books of all time, if not my favorite, A Gentleman in Moscow. Have mm-hmm. you read Gentleman in Moscow yet? No, but I have it. It is it is on my shelf. I yes. physically have bought it, and it it's is on my list to, to read. One of my favorite books of all time, and you should absolutely read it. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you, anyone out there, are considering writing or being a writer, this is how you do it. He is... Hands down, the best pure writer I've ever read. And I've only read two of his books, but both are spectacular. I will say The Rules of Civility is super well written, but it's just a 
it doesn't do enough for me in terms of substance. Like it's just a really cool mm-hmm. long like story about a period piece about people living in New York, flappers mm-hmm. and high society and and the Great Depression. Like really interesting, but not this big like. There's no big climax. There's yeah, no crazy right. like fight scene. You know, there's there's no big um, shebang. Just mm-hmm. a really well written good story. Um, right. I gave it an eighty two percent Steve okay. Nicholas avocados, um, mainly because I'm comparing it to Gentleman in Moscow. If you're going to read Immortals, right. start with Gentleman in Moscow. Um, it's not just well written. It has a great ending. You know, it just it just says all mm-hmm. the pieces. This um, Rules of Civility, just really well written without all the other pieces. Like the ending's okay. The storyline's okay. The characters are great. Um, right. But they just kind of come and go. You know, there's no there's no real staying power of any of you any main character. Um, so yeah, that's rules of civility by Immortals, 82%, not certified guac, but a recommendation for, again, gentlemen in Moscow. There you go. So mm-hmm. a two for one there, but m- m- mostly a, ring- a ringing endorsement of the author more than the book, but correct. But that's a good, 82 that's a good way of putting it. Yes. Ringing endorsement of Immortals. And he has one other book out. His newest book is um, the Lincoln highway. I believe. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Um, which I have not read. I own, but it's large. It's a big yeah, book. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember seeing that in the store. It is quite a big book. <laughs> yeah, so I have to get around to that one. Yeah. Um, you got you got to take you got to take some time off the long ones after Moby Dick, so. Dude, Moby Dick. Moby Dick. I'm still mad at Moby Dick. <laughs> Moby Dick was so bad. Yeah, you know, you got to you got to you got to take some Real time bad. to let the wounds heal. The wounds got to heal, you know. And it's long. So. Yeah. Oof. Man, yeah. Yeah, I just got triggered by Moby Dick <laughs> and Herman freaking Melville. There you go. <laughs> so, Rules of Civility, 82, uh, Steve Nicholas Avocados. So, that wraps up Cozy Book Corner, brings us to the final drive. Steve, you want to go first or second? Derek, what do you want to go? Mm, that's a good question. You don't usually don't flip it on me. No. I'll go first. I'll go first. Oh, good for you. Oh, you wanted to go. You wanted to go first, didn't you? No, it's okay. It's no, okay, okay. Go I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, mine's not going to be a long one. This is just a shout out. So, uh, Gifford's ice cream. Steve, have you heard of Gifford's ice cream? No, I have probably not. not. Um, so, I don't know actually. You know how long they've been around or what, but I've been seeing them in the store recently, and I got. I've gotten a. I've gotten it a few times. Um, it's there. It's from Maine. It's a company in Maine. So, like, they're a local. I don't even know if they like are you know expanded everywhere, right? Um, they are the kings of puns, like in their in their um, their name, like like their ice cream thing. It says oh, homemade, homemade ice cream is like their their tagline, right? Yes. So that's already. I'm, look, I'm looking already at some right now. Right they're terrible. I know which ones you. I know which ones you probably have have rolled your eyes at. So yes. they have. There's three <laughs> flavors they have that are centric around the local teams here. Correct. So they have a Patriots one, and it's called Dough Your Job, which is hilarious. To you know. To the, you and no one. The else. Bruins one. The Bruins one is called Power Play Fudge. You know, just pretty standard name, no, right? It's not really good flavor. And both, both I've t- I've had both, and they're very good. Uh, and then, so ironically enough, the third one is a Celtics one, and this is the worst to me. It's not uh, among the three. It's the flavor I like the least. Like my expectations were high, and it didn't really meet it for me. But the name is phenomenal. The name good. is Full Court Pretz. <laughs> and it's got like pretzel balls in it. So yeah. um, all that is to say, forget forget the, the puns and the naming. 
Um, this is like the best like local ice cream I, I've had, like that you can buy in the store. Like I used to get like Ben and Jerry's and stuff, whatever. Like yeah, this stuff is really good. So if you live around here, get yourself a tub of Giffords, whatever flavor you want. You don't have to get the cheesy Boston sports team one. They have a lot of other flavors that are good too. Um, like Campfire sm- S'mores is another one I add, which is good. So uh, Giffords, delicious ice cream. If you live around here and hadn't ha- haven't had it, uh, give it a try. I, I highly recommend it. So Interesting. It's not it's yeah. not here in Florida yet. So and value, I will say too. Like they sell it in a quart versus a pint, but it's cheaper than the Ben and Jerry's pints. You know, so like it's you getting getting bang for your buck. So there you go. There it is. Glowing review. Giffords ice cream. Giffords ice cream. <laughs> um, my final drive is a little strange, but it's um, Marvel Snap. Um, okay. So I'm not really a superhero guy. Um, I, I like the movies, but I don't follow them or whatever. Marvel came out with a um, an app like a like a strategy card game, like a very simple, easy, like collectible cards. You play them and they you, you battle other people, and it's really addicting. Um, it was, someone recommended it to me because I don't know I was looking for a new phone game, and now I'm like now I like know all the Marvel characters and I like, know their <laughs> taglines, I know what they look like, and uh, it just it is it's done its job of like sucking me into this yeah. like Marvel world. And I'm not like going to go out and watch Wakanda forever, the movie or the new, um, Dr. Strange or any of these, mm-hmm. but I know who the characters are now yeah. because of this addicting little phone app card game. <laughs> um, so if you are into Marvel, it's awesome. I am not, but I enjoy that. If you're into strategy games, card games, collecting, that's how they got mm-hmm. me. It's like a collectible up- yeah, upgrade right, right. the cards and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun. It's well done. It's um, they have like little seasons. So once the season ends, they'll release new uh, cards right. and new new abilities and stuff. Um, and they're really quick. You play every game against someone's like five minutes. Yeah. Um, well, nice. Yeah. So simple, easy, cool. Sweet. Marvel Snap. And I did not expect myself to enjoy a Marvel <laughs> related app, and it's yeah. really good. So there you go. Pleasantly Marvel surprised. Snap. Yeah. There you go. Nice. So go give that one a download and uh, have a little. Uh, leisure activity you can do for five minute matches and yeah. card collecting. And My all phone, that, so. uh, what's it called? Your screen time is up like two hundred percent. It sucks, but it's worth it. Hey, you know they <laughs> yeah. got you. They got you. They got me so. good. So that'll do it for episode one sixty six. Thank you again to Gary L and Anonymous for the questions. Uh, thank you to the U.S. Men's National Team for the uh, time that we didn't have a great time today, but Thanks. we you know uh, built our experience watching sports. Uh, and anything else so anything else you want to say before we wrap up 166 just happy thanksgiving to all happy thanksgiving yes a good thursday meal yes absolutely so hope everybody has a happy and safe holiday and we will see you guys next time for 167 later days